You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Um, It is so good to be back. I have missed everyone and our listeners Um, Let us jump right in and start with our grateful moment. Evan, what are you grateful for this week? I'm grateful because not only have I finished my comprehensive exams, not only have I I got my dissertation proposal approved, but I now have gotten my IRB approval. So now I'm full-fledged in on my dissertation journey. Uh, Also, I'm grateful because... um, Next weekend, we're having a, a good ministry program at the church. I think it's going to have a good turnout. Awesome. Phil, what are you grateful for this week? I am grateful for the band. Um, is back together again. Even Kelvin, he uh, kind of avoided us because the Sixers were losing. <laughs> and now he claimed bad, you know, uh, internet connection, so he can't come on. But I'm, I'm happy for the team. It's nothing like hanging out with the crew and um, doing the show. Um, this is one of my passions and to do with people who I truly appreciate and respect and love is a great opportunity. So that's what I'm grateful for. Awesome. And I am grateful. Well, first and foremost, I'm grateful to be back. Uh, like I told the listeners, I miss the guys. I've been busy working on the campaign trail, doing all that Um normal stuff that I always do. Um, but I'm grateful for sleep. I got a full night's rest last night. And I know you guys are like, who says they're grateful for sleep? I have not been able to do that in two months. Okay. And so it felt good to get the full eight and a half hours and I feel refreshed. So thank you, Lord, for rest, literally. Um, Let's go on and jump right into our NBA episode. And we are going to start um, by talking about who everyone is talking about right now, which is Steph Curry. We already know Steph Curry has been blazing this season, lighting it up from shooting. Um, He is legitimately the three-point god at this point, right? And so we are approaching him inching closer and closer to breaking the all-time record. Um, As you know, Ray Allen holds that record at 2,973. And Steph sits away from tying, seven away from um, surpassing him. And so it is a great feat. And just to put in perspective, how crazy it is that Steph is this close to breaking the record. He's only 33 away from 3,000. He'll have 33 threes in the next couple of games, right? So this is monumental. My question to the guys is when Steph breaks this record, because it's not an if at this point, when he breaks this record, what does this do for Steph as far as the list on the all-time greats like does this move the needle for him or is he kind of where he is and b who do we anticipate will or can break this record if anyone so number one where it when i I, um you said when he's gonna do it why i believe he's gonna do it against the knicks the knicks is the tragic story of the nba anything great that can happen happens in Square garden 
against the Knicks. Whether it's the missed finger roll, whether it's Kobe's um, not 81, but 60 something points, um, it, it just happens in New York. So, some reason I think it's going to happen in the Garden. Uh, whether it's one more to go or three more to go, he's probably going to hit 17 in the Garden. <laughs> so, two, where does it put um, um, Steph? In the list, we have Ray Allen, Steph Curry, and Reggie Miller, the top three as of now. Soon it'll be Steph Curry. Ray Allen and Reggie Miller. I don't think it really changed that much. I don't think it put him as the 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 GOAT conversation. Of course, he's a first ballot Hall of Fame. I think it just puts him as the greatest shooter of all time. Hands down. The only person I think has the opportunity to do it, and I was looking at the records, uh, active players who's on the list, and James Harden, um, he's older. I don't think he's going to be able to do it. Uh, for taking three pointers, um, Damian Litter, Litter, he's there, he, but he only has twenty one hundred as of now, and LeBron, um, two thousand. So I don't, only person I think maybe LeBron, be, yeah, LeBron has uh, as three pointers. He has two thousand one hundred, two thousand fifteen three pointers. Sneaky, I was shocked when <laughs> when I saw that. I saw LeBron. that. Can't even okay. All right. Like, like I really only want us to talk about like realistic people. <laughs> you you imagine my mind, I almost passed out. Even Kyle Lowry was 1800 three pointers. So the only person I could think could possibly catch this dude is Trey Young because he's young, <laughs> literally, and he has time to play. And uh, shooting skill doesn't uh erode erode or disintegrate. Um, as long as you can run up and down and Trey can stay healthy, I think he could catch that 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 um record. But I don't see currently like currently an NBA made three pointers. Steph Curry has 135. The next person behind him is Ubre with 83. And Buddy Hill at 94. Excuse me, Buddy Hill is 94. Ubre is 83, tied with Lonzo Ball with 83. That's this NBA season. So career-wise, I think. Trey Young is the only person I can think of could get up to that number in the next 10 years. So uh, a couple of things. So uh, shout out to Matisse Thibel for not letting Steph Curry break the record on in Philadelphia last night. Okay. I have calm to agree. Down, okay. We are not shouting out anything 76ers right now. <laughs> shout out to Matisse Thibel. Also shout out to the Sixers for upset for being number one seed senseless. Uh, in in the in the center last night, it was not senseless. It was, it was senseless. Uh, no, it was it was not. It was not senseless. It was so bad they subbed stuff out the last uh, thirty three seconds. Uh, thirty three seconds. 30. Yeah, <laughs> thirty three seconds. Whatever, man. That was trying to get the rest to, to help him bail him out when the B block uh, get a clean block on him. But anyway, um, also um, to cut to contradict uh, my my boy Phil. People can't forget to shoot. The example is Markel Fultz, okay? So, so, so unless someone forgets to shoot, yes, it's fully possible. Um, and then the only person that's going to beat uh, Ben, uh, excuse me, the only person that's going to beat um, Steph Curry's record is Benjamin Simmons. <laughs> okay, all jokes aside, all jokes aside. Uh, I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> so We're in Twilight Zone here? Yeah, the bizarre world, bizarre world. Right. Um, no, I mean, I think, sheesh. Steph Curry is a once-in-a-generation, once-in-a-lifetime talent. Like, 
I remember looking at Steph when he was at Davidson uh, and just thinking he's not going to translate to the NBA. That's what I thought. I said, man, he's good here, but we've seen Jimmer Ferdet. We've seen JJ Reddick. Typically they come role players in the NBA. Uh, but, you know, Steph broke, broke the glass ceiling and he's just has been phenomenal. Um, man, it's crazy that Steph Curry and Seth Curry just lights out shooters. I mean, just their, their dad, Dale, was just such a special talent as well. But, you know, I don't think anyone ever foresaw that that the light-skinned assassin, baby-faced assassin would, would be doing uh, what he's doing. Um, I just don't know. I mean, is it possible a player would come along? Because, see, the game is changing. The game is changing. People And, 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 and Phil and I often... You know, Phil and I, we, we help coach uh, young people. Lament what Steph Curry has done to the game of basketball. Like, yo, you can't shoot that shot. Why are you shooting that shot? Why are you taking that shot? Go for the layup. So, obviously, I think, you know, you're going to find players that are going to come in and play Steph's genre of basketball. But, I mean, Steph, is the way he shoots, it's just so effortless. And so, like, unorthodox at times. Like, yo, why do you take that shot? And it goes in. It's just one of those things where, like, like Will Chamberlain has a 100-point record, and it seems like, yeah, no one's ever going to meet, meet that. Steph Curry is, what, 33? Mm-hmm. He probably has, honestly, if he wants to, he could play another six, seven years because he doesn't play a brand of basketball that's going to wear him out. Yep. He could just eviscerate this record. You know what I'm saying? So, um. There will be another player to break Ray Allen's record. I don't know if there's another player who's going to be able to break Steph Curry's record. I disagree. You know why? What do we see in these AAU tournaments? What these kids doing? There's going to be, I I don't know. I hear you. We may be old. Deion's still be young, but we'll be old. (laughs) I'm older than ever. Thank you. I'm like, oh, come on now. Now, now for the record, I look very young. I look very, very young. Black don't crack. That's right. (laughs) facts but (laughs) this is the thing that we have to we are seeing these kids they're all going to be another i'm I'm not gonna say maybe as accurate as steph but these kids at right now what we saw we saw eighth graders eviscerate one of our teams by shooting threes The, the team couldn't hit a layup literally we had them our eighth grade team in this tournament had this team and you know what the team did they just said we can't come inside the team literally 72 to 23, 93% of their shots were three pointers. And these are eighth graders. There's going to be someone or, or, or a designated sniper job is to shoot from the logo from the whole game and shoot 25 times. That's the way the NBA goes. So this record is not going to stand the base of where the ties of the NBA will transpire. We see big guys who used to what? Rarely Dirk, a Dirk or a um, I'm trying to remember there was somebody before Dirk. I think they say they claim Dirk, Dirk Rafe, was the first. Rafe LaFrance. <laughs> LaFrance was the sh- outside shooting. You know, she Wallace. Outside shooter, big man, right? Patrick Ewing did it. But what had transpired? Now we have a bunch of Embiid, fifty percent from the three point line, who only shot two, took two <laughs> shots. 
<laughs> two shots. Whoa. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot there's an NBA player who has a 100% field goal. He only took one shot and made it and retired, literally. But <laughs> that's the same boat. So I think this record is going to be just because the brand of basketball we see. Nobody's making layups no more. Everybody's taking three-pointers. And, and and going further and further away. We, we, one day in our old age, we're going to see probably Kelvin's sons shooting from the other half of the court, and that's going to be a normal shot. So I think this record is going to be broken. I hear you, but I just, like, like, I know the game is changing, but Steph Curry has it at such a level where I think it's beyond training. Like, it's a mixture of natural gifts and elite training. And... I mean, the way he plays, his quick trigger, his ability to get a shot off. If he, if he gets you to just lean back just a little bit, you're, you're done. You know, so, I mean, he's no longer in the prime of his career. He's not like, uh, but that shot ain't going nowhere. And if he plays, like I'm saying, he's 33. If he plays four more years, he's going, he's not just going to have the record. He's going to have the record by a mile. And I just don't know, like, like Steph Curry We'll shoot nine for 10 from three sometimes. The man just lets it fly. Mm-hmm. And eventually, the game goes through ebbs and flows, right? Eventually, the game's going to go back to a more, not traditional, but a, uh, go back to saying, oh, the two-point shot actually works really well. If you can mix this in a little bit, you know? So greatest shooter of all time, that's what it does for the legacy. That I just don't know if there'll ever be another Steph Curry. And he'll so, be able to break that record. Oh, yeah, no, and and I think both sides of the coin for what Phil said, what Evan said, is valid. I mean, we haven't seen what Steph is doing right now. We just haven't seen this before. But I feel like if you look at this from the lens of when Steph was in college, no one, I didn't, Evan didn't. Anyone that knew who he was did not think that Steph was going to elevate into what he is today. And using that same rubric, right, where he almost like kind of took the league by storm eventually, I kind of feel like someone else can come and do that. Like, like I don't think it's an I don't think it's impossible. Now, will this record be easy to catch? No. I think Steph has about five more years on his contract. I think his contract ends in, in 2026. So barring any injury, Steph is going to be shooting around for the next four and a half years at least. And if he, I mean, he's accumulating around over 300 to over 400 threes a season, you know? So when you do that math, you're looking at him hitting the stratosphere of 4,500 threes when he retires. But I don't think it's an impossible feat. I think it's very, very, very difficult and you need the right and special kind of young player. We need somebody to get in the league young. We need somebody to get in there flame throwing and doing it at a level that is consistent. Right now, Steph holds like the season three-point record of 402 threes and he's kind of on pace this season to break that right so he I mean he's very special um so I don't know I 
I could see both sides of the argument where it won't be broken. It might be broken. So we kind of established Steph is probably going to, well, he'll go down as probably the greatest shooter in the NBA. Where, what does, where does that leave him as far as we know what it's going to do for his legacy? Where is he at now? Is he up there with the top three now, you know, with the, elite like the MJs and the LeBrons and the you know the the Kobe's or whatever or you know is he still somewhere down the line of the list of all-time greats he is think, all-time. oh go ahead I think he'd be top 10 for sure when okay. he lays, lays it down no uh, he's not gonna be top 10 for sure Phil he's, Phil he's how many MVPs does he have one when MVP, unanimous MVP. Yeah. He was the, the cog on a dynasty. But he flopped. And like, remember my nephew said, but during the, during those playoffs, he's, he, he's he did go, not win an MVP. Go down top 10 all time. He did not. He did not win. He has won a, a regular season MVP, but he has not won a finals MVP. And <laughs> Eagle Dollar. <laughs> Iguodala. I knew he was gonna say this. Eagle Dollar won an MVP. Eagle Dollar. <laughs> so he's not gonna be a top 10. I know I have 10, 15 people are better than Steph. I'm not that's not taking away his ability. That's not taking away what he has done to the game. He has changed the game. But there's other players who are who will be top 10 affected the most critical time which is the finals so you could clearly say was was Steph in the finals at MVP and he's been there four times four or five times where's he at MVP at any of those finals he I'm not gonna say choke I don't want to say that to my Christian brother but <laughs> his accuracy his ability looks similar to what happened to him last night against the 76ers, right? So, yeah, last night, 76ers. So I'm going to say we, we have this. Every person who was the top 10 affected the game during the regular season and in the finals, hands down, and won a, a finals MVP. Correction, he's, a, he's a two-time MVP, two-time MVP. Oh, two-time regular season MVP. I apologize. How many in the finals? But here's the thing. Igudala. You got to see him through the postseason. <laughs> you got to see him through the postseason. I think the big difference is it's not like he was missing open shots. The way they defended him was really aggressive and, you know, a lot, a lot of fun. I mean, granted, I think Phil makes a good point. He hasn't, he has not had a finals MVP. But I still think for what he was able to do, if, if, if Steph Curry doesn't lose Clay Thompson. They're still favored to go back to the finals in those years following. Right, but will he... And, and I would say that his finals runs were more impressive than LeBron's, his... I mean, they, bad. they went to, They went to five, five consecutive finals, right? And who was with them? Listen, listen, no, no, Paul. They won the five consecutive finals, right? And who was who was playing against? No, 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 no. Listen, listen. How many finals they go to back to back? Five. Five. Now and they play against who? LeBron. Okay. All right. But no, go here's ahead. my here's my point. LeBron went to 10, mm-hmm. but he he did out the East. 
Yeah. We all know the West is a whole different game. Uh-huh. So I think my personal opinion is that his five are more impressive. His five straight in the West are more impressive than LeBron's 10 straight in the East. I can understand what you're saying there, but I disagree. Because LeBron 10 straight was with two different teams. One was an all-star team, similar to what Steph had, right? And are you saying you say you saying the Cleveland Cavaliers won an all-star team? Oh, mine's no, the first one. Mine's no, the first no, one. No, it was not. No, it was not. No, it was not. The Kyrie, first Kyrie one is not all-star. Kyrie, I mean all-star. The first one I give Steph. He had it was Clay Thompson, him, Harrison Bond, and 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 um, what's that? The, uh, so he went twice with that team. And then, right. and, then, and then KD, then KD, Jordan. KD, KD, it was not fair with KD. And even then, if KD was a hat, if KD foot, he could stood up straight. They was going to, they would have won that one. KD was that team. That was KD's team. I don't care what anybody say. KD, that was KD's team. They would have not, they would have not won those final two. If KD was not on that team, that's KD's team. They would have, they would have won the one LeBron won. If no. it wasn't for, if it wasn't for Jeremiah Green getting suspended. They would have not. We could and we could trade that off easily because when Kevin Love and Kyrie was injured, right? They would have won that series. So that's an even trade off, right? Okay. So on those five teams, yes, it was impressive because it was the West, but it was not as precious as going there a ten straight time. That's still that's. If the Knicks could get there once, I'm happy. And we still celebrate in 1999. We're talking about the and Eastern time, Conference. Two different teams. Eastern Conference had two good teams. LeBron James always had the best talent, most talented team coming out Not of the always. East. He mostly had, yes. Most so did, it wasn't so did Kyrie. He was always the most talented. So Kyrie. Always the most talented team. Kyrie. So did, I'm not, I mean, so did um, Steph. Steph had talented teams too. Yeah. Both guys but... were bums. But yeah, you they have to leverage it. I hear what Evan is saying. You have to leverage it by the level of talent on both sides. Like mm-hmm. I, we have said on this podcast in in the early days that we can probably come out the east, the, the the way the East used to be. <laughs> we can probably make a good bid to come out the East when LeBron was coming out the East. And you can't lie about that. That was an easy road to the finals. So I get like once you look at talent levels and the ability of teams, and the West has always been tough. Like I, I get what Evan is saying. I mean, let, let, let's look at the teams that 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 LeBron had to beat in the East, right? Boston. So when he when they first joined up the squads, it was a fading Celtics team. Mm-hmm. He had an older Celtics team. Who else? You had a Bulls team that was emerging, right? A Bulls team yeah, that was Bulls emerging. Team. They met them in the finals. Toronto. Toronto was a good Tor- team. Toronto was a good team. Toronto was a good team. They were a good team. LeBron just owned them, but they were a good team. Toronto didn't have a superstar. So uh, Kyle Lowry's not. not a superstar. <laughs> no, he's, he's not. not a I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? DeMar Rosa is not a superstar? He's not. Okay. He look. He just became a star this season. He went to the West. <laughs> like, nobody. <laughs> look, look. Demar went to the West, and it was just like, yo, he's out here. We don't yeah, even yeah. know what happened to San Antonio. Yeah. I'm trying to go back because oh, I remember my Knicks being my my Knicks was a good team too. They beat Miami three times. They were a good team with Melo that won 54 season. 
I mean, the, see, the Knicks had talent. They, they had superstars, but, but they were never they were never a contending team. Right. They they would be like a seventh seed in the, in the West. Maybe they make the playoffs. No, that year when they made 54, 52 wins, they would have been actually uh, because there was a whole bunch of they would have been I believe around six five six they would have been. But they I'm not gonna say the road wasn't easy. It was I, I, it was challenging. But at the end of the day, right? At the end of the day, yes, I'll go into the finals. No matter how easy it may seem, these are still caliber, high caliber NBA we're, we're players. Not, and that going, that uh, if the Knicks, I could just to, I don't care how easy it is to make the finals. That is that's accomplishment. Ten times in a literally ten times in a it, row. It's accomplishment. It's accomplishment to no it, matter. It, it demonstrates um, LeBron's health because think about it. The Warriors could have done it, but what happened? Humanity hit them, and LeBron's mm-hmm. body and physique, whatever he does to his body, whatever whatever prayer, whatever did he made with the devil, <laughs> he doesn't break down. Because I'm with you because it don't make no sense. For that long. Clay Thompson's um, Achilles is like, yo, we're done. We're done. <laughs> Pow. I, Katie, I, after three, is like, I can't do this no more. They're like, yo, we're killing you. We're ending this. Pow. LeBron's like, oh. These these mere mortals. <laughs> I, oh, I, what I'm saying, those five is is one miraculous feat, but still ten is still out there. It's so, no ten is, a, ten is amazing. It's a great thing to celebrate. It's a great. It's more than amazing. Ten, that's 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 Bill Russell. <laughs> that's that that doesn't happen. Well, once, once again, once again, you had to realize the NBA, even with Bill Russell, was much smaller. Yeah, like much less teams. It was like the Sixers and the Celtics every year, and the, and Knicks. the Lakers and someone else <laughs> every other year. So it's kind of yeah, like but, Sixers, like. But still, I can't. I can't. I, you know, we. Uh, that's your opinion. My opinion is that I can't. I. I. I can't attend. I guess I'm thirsty as a Knicks fan just to see 1999 is the last time we went to a final. If we made ten finals, it would be great. Five is good, but ten is still better. If I had a choice to give you ten dollars or five dollars. I think you'll take the ten dollars. So, so, and and as and and I know we're over that, but as 10, 10 all time great, I don't think Steph will ever pass Michael Jordan, um, Kareem, Shaquille, Shaquille, Walt, uh, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird. Uh, um, um, if the Warriors win three more championships. It's three more championship. We can have yeah, the conversation with, with with Steph being MVP. I think we need to revet. Like I don't care. He's not coming for MJ. So I'm gonna just put that out there. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I feel think- like that that's a conversation we'll need to have again. Yep. And he has to. I don't care. He wins. I want him to get MVP. He has to okay, get a Finals okay. MVP. I'll say two more championships. He's 33. Two more championships, and they're looking like they they're looking like a dangerous team this year. Would yeah. and, and they have to, he has to it cannot be Clay Thompson, it cannot be Jordan Poole, it cannot be Peyton, it cannot it, it cannot be Draymond <laughs> Green. My nephew Dion, my nephew said Draymond Green should have been the MVP. Okay. No. <laughs> I know. I wish he was no. there to tear him up. But <laughs> no. no, absolutely so, not. But I'm I, I I like I said, Steph Curry would not be a top 10 unless he could be considered. He has to win a finals MVP and two more championships. Right now, to, I, I could name 10, 15 guys greater than him right now. So, I, but, but he has changed the game. I respect his game. 
Um, I, I he is a great. He he um. Yes, to have a chance to win this year, but my problem is one thing I always say: you live by the three, you die by the three. And and, and he he has died by the three in the. He past. shoots threes better than some of us shoot twos. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. No, facts. Like you can't even can't even argue that stuff. But let me let me add this final thing, and I'll shut my mouth with mm-hmm. this, this shooting debate to add to my argument. Right? There's two things you need. Mm-hmm. You need the ability to shoot at his level, mm-hmm. but also longevity. And that's yeah. where I think it becomes hard. Yeah. And that's why I think it's hard. But not for a shooter. Shooters no one, last no longer. Beating Kareem. No one's beating Kareem's scoring title. Right. And Jordan would have beat it if he played more year. Right. I agree. But yeah. he played, Kareem played like, I guess being a Muslim pays off. He played like 40 years in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> they definitely eat kosher meat. I mean, yeah. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> like he has longevity. Um <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. And that's the point I made for somebody to beat this after coming healthy with the talent and play for a long time. So we shall see. Now let's move on to Giannis, um, who is not quite the shooter, but overall, um, he have built himself an impressive resume at his young age. And so let's just go over some of his accolades. As we know, he's an NBA championship. He's an NBA champion, sorry. The Bucks won the championship last year. He got finals MVP, Phil. I know that's important to you. He got finals MVP. He's a two-time regular season MVP. He's a five-time all-star. Um, he, is, he was the all-star MVP in 2021. Three-time all NBA first team and two time all NBA second team. And he probably has like some other insignificant milestones, but these are the major ones. And the question posed to the guys is based on the resume he has put together as of today. If he retired today, is he a Hall of Famer? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Two time MVP and. NBA champion and 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 Phil's favorite stat for today, uh, a Finals MVP. Yeah, he's a, he's an MVP. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer and, and probably a first ball of the Hall of Fame. I mean, and definitely a first ball of the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I have to agree. That's simple. That is simple. He has the most important thing: an NBA Finals MVP. Hmm. Let me tell you a story. I remember playing in a rec league, Story right? Time. <laughs> Thank you, dear. I remember playing in a rec league, right? And in that rec league, I actually, it was my job rec league. So we had actually former overseas players, college players, and so forth. And this one game, this one game, the first game I won, I, I actually had a game-winning shot. I told everybody else, don't shoot the three. I actually took the three. I hit it. Three seconds left. I was excited. I finally got my acclaims, right? I was like, yes, I finally got my game winner. So the team drew up a play and hit a three. <laughs> hit a two, actually, and, and won the game by one. And that's the career, I believe, that Giannis will not have. He will be successful. He, he's done the impossible. He has taken a team and Kevin Durant's big toe, and won a championship and solidify himself on both ends of the court. 
not more of a score, but a dominant inside present down here, Hill. So he is in there. He has, like Dion read off, five-time All-Star thus far. And captain. Captain will be something added on to. He's not, he wasn't just a regular player, but he was a captain for at least two of those NBA um, um, All-Star games. You know, most improved player 2017. Um, MVP in the All-Star game. You know, five-time All-Star selections. Five-time selected All-NBA first team. So he has the numbers. He has accolades. He accomplished everything you could accomplish in the NBA. Right there, front and center. But most, and, and I dare to say he could possibly be pushed in the top 11 or top 15 when his career is done. He could be there. And I would say ahead of Steph, if he continues to move that, if he wins, if he wins one more championship, I will literally put him ahead of Stephen Curry, meaning top top ten, not play, but top ten, because what he is doing in this day and age, right? We could argue Remember top ten in, in NBA all time, all time. It's I will he he could he'll move ahead of Steph. He does ahead, ahead of Steph is one thing. Top ten all time is a whole nother kind. Of I know that's he if that's he continues. So so, so who is he knocking out? Who he's knocking out? Like, like potentially, if he's top ten, who is he knocking out? Let me. I actually had the list up. He's gonna actually knock out to me. He could actually, if he continues to move forward, and my top ten. Oh, so you know, it's about to be reckless. Wait, pause. Me never. This way, feels nervous about what he's about to say. He's about. This is about to be reckless. So I know, and I'm scared to hear who. Who is he knocking out? He's going to knock out Tim Duncan. What? what? Tim Duncan has the MVPs. Lord. Five championships. Five NBA, five NBA championships, Phil. Yep. He's knocking out. He's with knocking one more out. championship. He's with one more. <laughs> All right. Well. Because, okay. you know, I'm going to use the same bar you have, you presented. And I wish Kelvin was having technical difficulty. I know he is jumping up and down <laughs> and talking right now. Based upon, is would you say this day and age is the, one of the hardest times in the NBA with the talent level with, and, 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 and the mystery of many teams have the opportunity to literally win? Right? Right now, talent pool is at the highest right now in NBA. Talent pool. They have a G League now. I mean, talent pool is high, but the the way the rules are called, the way the game is played, the way the game is called from a referee perspective, mm-hmm. it, it favors offensive players. Because to me, Giannis is offensively limited. And that's what makes it so remarkable of what he's doing. He no, really has two limited, But you're not allowed to, yeah. like, defend. Correct. Well, that is a real prize for everyone. He literally has two moves. Two moves, and he's dominating. Two moves. How you have two moves and dominate? He doesn't have a counter. He has a drive downhill and the spin move. That's it. And everyone can hit a three if you're wide open. But we don't call him a shooter. The dude has two moves. He's a super Ben Simmons. A super Ben Simmons. Super. Dude has two moves and dominating. I, I can't comprehend that. If he could win another championship this crazy day and age with Steph shooting 43s a game, right? And he's a defender. He moves up. You just disrespected. I can't. Like, I don't even. 
I don't I don't have the words. I don't know what to say. Um Tim Duncan, I'm still rocking with you. I don't care. Yeah, you should not rock with Tim Duncan. He beat us at 99. Everybody beat us. Everybody beat us. Jordan embarrassed us. Like, what? Oh, man. I, yeah, Phil, that that was an, a, an outtake I, I just wasn't expecting to hear. So I'm kind of flabbergasted. Um, talking about, and this wasn't like on the list to talk about, but talking about championships, really quick, guys, do you think the Bucks are taking it again this year? No way. I doubt it. Um, I, I mean, it. they've really, they've really got blessed by um, Mr. Clown Shoes over there. Uh, yeah, Kate. yeah. Um, and then the Sixers helped them by choking against the the Hawks, mm-hmm. uh, and then the Clippers helped them with Kawhi, you know, having injury issues. Right. And this, you know, and the Suns helped them because essentially beat them. They just like choke. So. Uh, I don't see this being a, a team that's going to have a dynasty. It's a team that will, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like when the Redskins win the Super Bowl. It's like, oh, that's good. Not having for a long time. Right. You know, so, or even, you know, I hate to say it with Carson Wentz and the Eagles, you know, they, they got their ship, but you know, we're, we're far removed from, you know, another Eagles championship for a while because they had to rebuild that roster. Mm-hmm. So I have a hard time believing uh, that, this Bucks team is going to be a dynasty. I agree. They benefited benefited from unfortunate events. So, like I said, the way Kevin's playing, Kevin Durant's playing the last few games, he's bullying everyone and everybody. He's not taking no hostage. He just says, I would like to say with PG show, he is, yeah, he's not taking any hostages. There's no PWAs. He's just going through everyone. This dude is sniping everyone. And I don't see I don't even see them top three this year um, in the East. I believe I believe it's going to be either the Nets, the Nets, the Nets, possibility the Bulls. I don't see, and I would love to see that matchup again with a healthy, healthy James Harden and KD wearing a smaller shoe. And it's a wrap, and um, <laughs> it's a wrap. And out East, I, um, I think if. I don't. I don't know if the Suns are going to the finals, but if they meet the Suns, I don't think they choke. They're not gonna choke, and and so they just benefit from unfortunate events. So it happens. Luck is part of the game. I just wish the Knicks were lucky in '99. I wish. I hate Man, we up. haven't been lucky. I mean, I tell you, we I, haven't I been lucky. Been in, yeah, my whole life. life. Right. <laughs> but it was great to see. I always blame man '99. Marcus Camby's sister was kidnapped. And I think that messed up the team. And I always believe someone in San Antonio has something behind that. But um, so. That, <laughs> how I'm, you gonna blame? Okay, I don't mean to laugh because that was a serious thing. But how you gonna blame? <laughs> that's what I believe. That's what that that's what cost us the championship, man. Marcus Camby. Why Marcus Camby of all people? Why not like Patrick Ewing? Why not? Like- Patrick Ewing was hurt. Marcus Camby was the height of his seat. Height. I mean, he was good. He was good, but I don't think the Twin Towers. Maybe Allen Houston. Maybe maybe Allen Houston. You know, no, Um, they couldn't do nothing. There there was the Twin Towers killing us, and he wasn't. His mentally wasn't. I wouldn't have been there. I'm surprised he showed up. Were y'all eight seed that year? Were eighth or seventh seed that year? Eight seed because we was injured, just like the Giants who won nine and seven twice. (laughs) Propelled in the playoff 
knocking off everybody, went to the finals, and our mm. main guy who we needed because Patrick was hurt, he wasn't mentally there. And, and the team was going through something. So I, I don't blame them for that loss. I knew that, that if anything happened to my family, got kidnapped, I, I'm surprised they showed up. He was mentally wasn't there. So if he was there, the, Tim Duncan was raw. David Robinson was old. We had that championship. Wasn't there. So it never happened again. So I will blame San Antonio. And I, I, do, I do hold San Antonio for that. But it is what it is. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, I will not affirm or deny these allegations against San Antonio uh, for kidnapping. Um, all right. So let us um, transition and talk about the LA Lakers. Now, this was a hot topic on the show prior to the season starting because we know <clears throat> LeBron assembled the oldest gang in the history of mankind. Now we are 27 games into the season approximately, and the team is underperforming. They are currently at 14 and 13. They are placed sits in the West, and everything looks shaky for the Lakers going forward. We don't even know how far they will make it in the playoffs, and some people are even asking, will they do what they have to do to make the playoffs? So my question to the guys is, with um, this non-successful joinder, and it is still early in the season, but from what we're seeing now, um, will LeBron, who is the real GM of the Lakers, will he, do you think he will build or attempt to build another championship team next year? And following up with that question, do you think people will be motivated or interested in joining the Lakers, let's say next season, in a quest for a title. So I think team, I think guys will still want to play with LeBron. Um, I think the issue ultimately boiled down to, and this is something that I saw from the jump. It, they just added talent; they didn't add pieces that fit. Um, and to, and to be quite honest, I mean that that Lakers team was a was uh, last season. Lakers team had potential to win a championship if it had not been for injuries. I mean, LeBron had the the high ankle sprain. Uh, AD did what AD does uh, in terms of getting injured. And they came back and they were not, you know, full strength. And so they got slapped by the, the Suns. So, uh, you know, it was it was shocking what they did this offseason. Uh, hopefully they can learn from their mistakes. But it seems that they didn't, like, tie themselves down into major contracts. So I think that the Lakers will be able to um, – uh, acquire talent um but they need to do a better way of you know finding pieces that fit and building a team and not just like oh this is nba 2k i'm gonna get all the good players this, that's how my son james plays 2k he gets all the great players and just says hey we're gonna have fun and it's like son you know in real life is not how things work you got guys guys who fit and it kind of reminds me and and i was associate the knicks and the sixers in this one it reminds me of when uh, the Sixers brought in Elton Brand. Elton Brand, one, he wasn't, uh, not as a GM, but as a player, you know, he was not really himself when he came back. And then he wasn't the post player they made him out to be. He was more of a high post, a guy, uh, mid-range scorer. He wasn't like, he, he was like, real life he was a 6 eight. He wasn't a guy who was going to dominate like Shaq. Uh, but they got him to come, and it was a disaster. It never really fit, never really worked well. Um, and 
you know, that was a bad move. But it also reminds me of when um, Amari Stoudemire and Melo were on the same team. I mean, in theory, two great talents, but both guys were needed to pound the ball a lot to score. Um, and um, Melo was not known for, for being a great passer. And so that pick and roll game that happened with Amari in Phoenix wasn't really a big feature of the offense either. And so it's not just about acquiring talent. You got to acquire talent that fits. And so uh, LeBron, the GM, gets an F for this offseason, and, and hopefully he learns from his mistakes. Yeah, I seem to forget. I think it was 20 – I'm trying to remember. I think it was 2016, 2015, 2016, when this happened to LeBron when he was on the Cavs. And during the midseason, he traded his best friend, uh, Isaiah Thomas, everyone, and got rid of the whole team and <laughs> swapped a new team. I'm not going to be surprised if he does the same thing this year. LeBron James, GM, knows what he needs to do. You have into the uh, traded deadline to get your act together. If nothing happens then, bye-bye Carmelo, bye-bye um, uh, Westbrook, bye-bye um, Kevin um, Nut- Monk. Um, we haven't seen none. Uh, P.J. Tucker, Hart, all of them are gone, and LeBron will have a brand-new team, right? And that's what he, he will do. So I'm not worried about this going right now. Are they done? Not yet. I'm going to see what he's going to do during the trade deadline. So Lakers, who's not performing the highest level, AD, LeBron traded his brother, D. Wade, put him on the boat and kicked him away. So Kelvin's trying to put aside knowing what those guys, so I'm telling you, a contender would take Melo, a contender would take um, um, well, Westbrook, uh, not a contender, a building team would take Westbrook. There's teams who would take those players because they do add value. So all I'm saying that you have until February trade deadline to get your act together. I guarantee you massive trades. LeBron traded half the team. The team is brand new from this offseason. So this is nothing new for him. So he knows how to trade and they end up winning the championship or made, they went to the finals that year. There's nothing new. So LeBron's loyal to championships or, or finals by any means necessary. He could be his banana boat brother. He could be his cousin, his auntie. You could be the father's godfather of his kids. He don't care. You're gone. So all I'm saying is this. He will make changes if this continues, if they don't pick up when they need to. The team will be brand new by the trade deadline. I guarantee you that. So Kelvin's texting us saying nobody want those bumps. Somebody's going to take those bumps for a great contract deal. And AD, AD, you better, you better, I hope you do something because LeBron will trade you too. So only person is guaranteed is LeBron James on the Lakers. Everyone else is tradable bait. And, and, and all 15 players will be traded and we'll have a new team. And, and I hate to say it too, even though I don't think the coach is the right coach for his team, but he won a championship. I actually think Frank Vogel will remain for the rest of the year. So LeBron likes him because there's no coaching candidate. Who's going to take, who's going to take over. So there's nobody on the bench. He likes. So I think Frank Vogel, your job is safe, but the players, your job, you'll be playing someplace else. So get your bags. I hope you didn't buy any property in LA unless it's your vacation home. If you don't ride this shit by February trade deadline, you're gone. You're going to, you're going to Missouri. You're going to Minnesota. You're going to, you're going to uh, Wisconsin. 
Y'all going to to, to y'all going to Detroit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all gone. So that's what I'm gonna state. All I'm gonna say is I am enjoying this season, and I love what I'm seeing from the Lakers. I don't know. I mean, we all know LeBron is going to try to do something, right? The trade deadline is like LeBron's Christmas. So we'll wait to see what happens. But this is the most glorious season. I I just love this. I don't know what everyone is complaining about. This is amazing. This is what I love to see. Uh, it's just funny to me. It's funny. And um, I don't know what LeBron thought. He, and I think it was me and someone else on this podcast was like, what are you doing? And it's just so good to see them not mesh. It's good to see AD underperforming. Um, and he gets on my nerves because I think his talent level, his potential is ridiculous to me. And he's just soft. He's just a big soft dude. And I love seeing... LeBron fans sweat my timeline has been the quietest it has been in any NBA season so I don't know I think I agree with Evan I think people will still want to play with LeBron um next season because it's LeBron at the end of the day like you can't take that away but I feel like the appeal I don't know I feel like that appeal is dwindling and the worse they do the least interested people would be in, in coming over to, you know, to what, to lose? They can stay on their own team and lose. Um, but this is glorious. And, and I thank God for allowing me to experience this wonderful, um, this wonderful display of old talent. And um, for me to get to see Russell Westbrook play with LeBron, this is a dream come true for me. So, um, yeah. And on that note, listeners, see, I was nice today, y'all. I didn't go in on LeBron. I didn't go in on the team. Um, on that note, until next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time.